Alright little dudes, great to see you out here. My name is Thumper and I'm gonna be your cool ski instructor. We're gonna take it slow, take it easy, make sure everybody has a good time. Cause what is skiing about? Having a good... Time, that's right. Secret Society. What's up everybody, Bradley Allen here for MSU Impact Sports. This is episode four of Secret Society. I sat down with four members of the Spartan Ski Club Executive Board and talked about Ski Club and how to get involved and sort of what they do and how they have fun. Special thanks to Brooks Lambeer and Jonathan Yales for engineering. And special shout out to Hope, aka Faith Krogalecki, aka also known as. I uh, really hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Okay, you see what he did? He french fried when he should have pizzaed. You french fry when you pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. Welcome everybody to episode four of Secret Society. I'm here in Holden Hall at WDBM East Lansing 89 FM for MSU Impact Sports Radio. And I have Spartan Ski Club's executive board here with me. And I'm really excited to talk to them about skiing and ski club. I have Brennan Oberski, who's the president, Vice President Kat Smith, promotional rep Brittany Hetherington, and junior officer Charlie Nicoli. Welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for Thank you. Yeah, so I'll introduce first President Brennan Oberski, whose last name ends in ski, which is only fitting that he's a part of the ski club. Uh, so Brennan, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. Um, I'm a senior here at Michigan State, um, Applied Engineering Sciences. Um, I've been in ski club my whole career at MSU. Um, heard about it in high school and I uh, knew I had to get involved. So I was a uh, freshman year, I was just a member. And then uh, sophomore year, I uh, applied to be a junior officer. Um, then I was treasurer my junior year, and this year I'm the president. So it's been a, a cool ride the whole time. So Awesome. Thanks for coming on. And we have your vice president, Kat Smith. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, yep, I'm Kat Smith. I'm a senior elementary ed major. Um, I've also been in ski club all of college. I went to high school with Brennan, and we heard about it then. My sister was in it. Heard it was a great time. Um, interviewed for junior officer position my freshman year. Sophomore year, I was just, yeah, just a, yeah, junior officer. And then junior year, I was um, the promotional rep that Brittany is now, and then I got elected as vice president. So cool. it's been fun. And we have the current promotional rep, Brittany. Yep. Hi, I'm Brittany. Um, I'm a senior as well. I guess I'm doing a co-op this semester, so I have one more semester after this. Um, but I'm in Applied Engineering Sciences as well, and I actually joined Ski Club and applied to be an officer my sophomore year and was a J.O. my junior year, and this kind of intermediate senior year is promotional representative, so, yeah. Cool. And Charlie. Hey, guys. I'm Charlie Nicoli. Thanks for having us tonight. Um, I'm currently a sophomore. I'm a neuroscience pre-med major, and... Um, as a junior officer, I'm really here to observe and learn from all these guys and uh, learn what makes the club so great and uh, hopefully continue it into uh, the future of Michigan State. Um, like these guys, I also heard about the club as a, a high schooler, and it was honestly part of the reason I came to State. Um, it's just a great thing that State is known for. It's a great time, great people, and uh, proud to be a part of it. Awesome. And I'll go around and kind of have you guys explain your roles a little bit and, and get to know a little bit uh, better how you guys got involved in Ski Club, sort of what your history is. Um, this is a little different than the previous shows because you guys are not competitive at all. Um, you're just a social group who um, participates in the activity of skiing and snowboarding. So, Brennan, um, what made you want to become the president and what do you do as president of Ski Club? Um, well, I think I knew pretty quickly that I wanted to be more involved with Ski Club um, when I came as a freshman and went to all the events. Um, there's just a bunch of really cool people with the same interest of skiing and snowboarding or just hanging out with um, people that are just relaxed and fun to be around. Um, when I had a, such a great experience as a freshman, I knew that I wanted to help other freshmen or other people have the same experience I did. So I kind of felt like I needed to give back to the club. So that's why I worked my way through the ranks um, to president 
And um, as president, you kind of just inter intermediate between everyone, uh, make sure tasks are getting done and people are doing their jobs, and I'm um, just making sure the club runs it like we want it to run. So, Cool. And you have the assistance of your uh, vice president. So if Brennan gets assassinated, you would assume the role, <laughs> I, I am guessing? Hopefully that doesn't happen, but okay. I would be happy to take his spot. <laughs> so as, as VP, what are sort of your roles kind of assisting the president, and is there anything else you do? Yeah, basically um, I'm here for Brennan if he needs any help, um, calls me if he's frustrated, especially with the steamboat trip. We took 300-some people, 250 around there, people to Steamboat Colorado, and he was kind of taking the reins on that trip. Um, so he needed support for that, just emotionally and getting things organized. <laughs> um, and then while he was running that, I helped with more of the stuff going on here with parties and the JOs because he had a lot on his plate. And then um, a part of my job is the spring break trip, which is a lot smaller. But I had to take the reins on that. Cool. And Brittany, the promotional rep, who was the first person to be in contact with me, so obviously doing a good job <laughs> of that when I reached out to you guys. So explain uh, your role to us. Well, we kind of want to just be able to give our members, um, everybody loves free stuff. Um, and I guess it's a lot easier for clubs that are a bit smaller, but we have 800 or so members. And so it's kind of hard to give them the same kind of opportunities that smaller clubs can give them just because it's a lot more people to have, I guess, gifts for and whatnot and free things. So um, I kind of reach out to local companies and then also kind of more of the corporate, like we reach out to Moose Jaw and they're our sponsors, but we also then have the corporate side of that where they send us stuff. And so we have our general meeting, um, any trip meetings that we have, our club's pretty non-committal, So we have meetings for our big events. And then after that, we just have events that if you want to show up to. So for the big events and um, meetings, we like to kind of give gear away and have raffles and we have an award ceremony coming up so we need kind of prizes to give to them so I'm just kind of that interface between the companies and the club awesome and is there some kind of energy drink deal that you guys have or have had in the past where like you we, give away free energy drinks we do we have um we kind of switch back and forth but I know we've got stuff from monster and rockstar a lot we have um red bull a couple times this year so it's kind of what's available when we need it, but we're sponsored by Rockstar and Monster, so. Very mm. impressive. I wish I could have one of those right now. <laughs> you know, it's very convenient when you're trying to study for your exams and whatnot, right. when we just kind of can pass them out and give them to our members. Or when you're doing a podcast the day after spring oh. break ends. You're saying you're a little thirsty? It's 1045. <laughs> Should have brought you I'm a case. falling asleep. I apologize. No, totally fine. I have to have us in another time, and yeah. we can bring you one. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we got Charlie Nicoli. Uh, the Jeff Spicoli of the ski club, as we mentioned before the show. Um, working your way up the ranks, junior officer, tell me about uh, what that entails. Well, man, as a junior officer, um, you kind of come in as a freshman to ski club. You're kind of thrown in the mix, um, and it's all a great time, and, you know, it's all about meeting people, um, making connections, having a great time out in the hill and on trips and uh, at events. Um it's a really selective process. Um, I think everybody would agree with um, to become a junior officer in Spartan Ski Club, um, and therefore I think we have a, a really awesome group of motivated junior officers this year. There are four of us, and um, it's really about finding ways to step up and uh, being, you know, working towards this passion we have for the club, uh, learning and being mentored by um, the older, uh, more senior officers in the club and uh, finding our own ways to help out and make the club better. Uh, for example, this year um, I helped out with our Rail Jam event um, that we had on campus earlier. Um, I helped develop a, a relationship with uh, one of our big sponsors, which was great, um, and just learning about how the club works, uh, working with the university, working with businesses, working with your members, and working with each other. Cool. And now more to what you guys actually do. They've to the listeners, they've promised me that they actually ski. I know it's been left up to debate, but you guys do ski. You just got back from a trip. Tell me about uh, sort of your experience with skiing. You said you got involved with Ski Club because you heard about it in high school, and skiing is obviously something that you like doing. Tell me a little bit about uh, your history with skiing. Um, I actually I grew up, my grandparents live out in Breckenridge, Colorado. So uh, since age five, I was put on the hill, uh, whether I liked it or not. Um, and, you know, 
surely fell in love with it as a kid. Um, I did a year of competitive ski racing in high school um, and kind of found out it wasn't really um, for me. I really just liked being out there, um, exploring nature and being with people I love and doing what I love. Um, and so skiing for me is just really this ultimate life passion I've had for a very long time. Um, actually, in the backyard of my house at home, I have a uh, ski jump I built out of my uh, treehouse in high school. Didn't work, but you know, <laughs> if that speaks to anything That's I, awesome. I like to do. But uh, what Ski Club does is it um, it really provides an awesome opportunity for uh, students who love to ski and snowboard to get out west and ski some world-class places, stay at some world-class places, uh, make new friends. It's what it's all about is having fun. That's what we're all about. Um, you know, going out west with these guys is just it's just a ball and uh it doesn't get any better than that and you know it's great i look forward to every single trip um yeah that's interesting you say that and that's one of the themes that's come up on this show is you know club sports don't get the attention that the competitive more competitive varsity sports get but what i love about it and what i find so interesting is that anybody really can do it you guys are all inclusive anybody can join and it's more than just the sport it's the friendship it's the camaraderie it's the actual club so that is very cool um especially about the ski jump you said you skied competitively was there any like x games type stuff going on or more racing no i did racing for like probably a total of eight weeks in my life um yeah (laughs) no uh no aerials yeah Brennan, so you didn't grow up in Colorado, so you didn't get the experience of Breckenridge, but you also heard about Ski Club when you were in high school? Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't get that out west experience. I actually had never gone out west before Ski Club. Um, I did a lot of skiing. I knew I loved it. Um, I have a cottage up north where I do water skiing, so I, lo- I love the act of skiing, whether it be on water or frozen water. But um, I, I didn't go out west until my first year as a freshman when I went out with the club to Winter Park. Um, fell in love with it right away. I actually, um, right after that trip, I knew I wanted to go out there for spring break, so I went to Utah that spring, and um, I've been on every Out West trip since then. And um, like I said, I fell in love with it, and that's part of the reason why I am an officer to try and get people who maybe have never had the experience of Out West to have a great time with a bunch of people that are also psyched to do the same thing. So Cool. And do you remember the first time you skied or where you learned to ski or anything like that? Um, I would. I think the first time I skied was in uh, treetops up north of Michigan. Okay. Um, not that crazy of a hill, but when you're four or five, it looks pretty big. So yeah. <laughs> That's just like pizza, french fry. Yeah, if you uh, pizza when you french fry, you're going to have a yeah, bad time. <laughs> yes, you guys knew exactly where I was going with that. Kat, yes. tell me about how you got started with skiing. With skiing, um, it's actually kind of terrifying my I was in elementary school young elementary school and my dad took me to the top of Ram's Head a really not that bad run at Boyne Mountain and just kind of said go cat <laughs> so I went straight down the mountain and um, somehow loved getting the speed and wanted to go again surprisingly but ever since then I've been skiing every winter in Michigan been out west a few times before um, our big trips in college and fell in love with it love the atmosphere everybody's just happier out there um, lots of smiles. Everybody wants to meet you. So. Yeah, and so far we got all skiers. You guys probably have snowboarded before, but you, skiing is your primary. Yeah, I ski or I snowboarded for about half a day and then threw my skis on because I give credit to people who snowboard. It is hard. It is really hard to learn, so I'm better with two boards. But you are all inclusive. You invite snowboarders. Absolutely. All. There's no few. There's no, like, uh, like, I'll meet you at the top of the hill, and whoever gets down there first gets the girl kind of thing. <laughs> no, not at all. We want anybody to join our club. We'll take kids who are interested in learning. We'll take kids who just like sledding. We want everybody to just get on a mountain. What about those, like, ski blades, like those little short skis? Like the trick skis? Yeah, yeah they're not snow blades. Really? <laughs> those, okay. They can't come. Yeah, screw those guys. Was that a hot dog <laughs> reference earlier? Yeah. I'm not sure. Never mind. <laughs> Brittany. Yeah. The last but not least, can you tell us uh, what's your experience and how did you get involved in skiing? I grew up skiing. Um, we used to have a cabin on the side of Boyne Mountain, so it was just we were spoiled because it was ski and ski out of the Bunny Hill all the time. So that was where I grew up, and since then we kind of left and we've done shanty and 
I really hadn't skied out west until ski club. So I've definitely lucked out with that. Um, it's a whole different ball game, but it's a fun one. So I've done skiing like I guess the rest of everyone every winter and every time we can. Um, and anywhere we can, we'll even take neighbors' hills or whatnot. That's when we'll do a snowboard then, though. I've tried snowboarding. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I've broken bones doing that, so I stick to skiing. Cool. So you guys all kind of just grew up, got the opportunity to ski, heard about Ski Club at some point, joined it, and now you're in it and you just love it. Tell us about what you guys do. You had a trip recently. Talk about some of your like most recent trips. We just got back from Jackson Hole on Saturday, late Saturday in Wyoming. Um, we took 56 people out there in a bus, drove straight through, spent a week of skiing, and just got back. Um, and it was a great trip. It was definitely one of the most difficult mountains we've done in ski club. It's very steep and scary, but um, we all did fine. Nobody got hurt and took the tram right up first day and had a blast. Nice. And you guys were all there? Nope. Just, I, I ran that trip, so I went on it. No, nobody, nobody else here went to Jackson Hole? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. But you guys went on Steamboat, some other stuff. What, what else have you guys done this year? Um, well, we have we actually have events almost every week. Um, I know there's some naysayers who think that we don't ski a lot, um, but I mean, what we always say, like, where are you going to ski in the fall in Michigan? So um, we have social events every week. We do tailgates, um, theme parties. Um, we actually had a collegiate rail jam um, at the Rock um, in November before there was snow on the ground. We brought snow from a bunch of the local ice rinks. Um, Charlie, like you said earlier, um, was a major part of that, um, talking with Mount Brighton. And then we also had Hawk Island involved with that, um, getting some rails there. And um, they set up a pretty good feature um, for everyone to ski before there was even snow on the ground. Um, that was the first time we did that. And all the proceeds went to Relay for, for Life, um, which is a big thing we're doing this year philanthropically. And um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, we do have other major ski events. Um, like you said, we go to Steamboat. We do a major trip out to Colorado um, over winter break. Um, then we have that big spring break event Kat talked about. And then um, we also go to Blue Mountain, Canada over Martin Luther King weekend. And then uh, Shaney Creek is our next big trip, um, which is usually over pres- President's weekend. So We're also trying to start to do more weekend trips. So we've been taking like an officer's in charge of a weekend trip, and they just take whoever's interested out of our members, and they'll go to Brighton, Cannonsburg, um, I don't know, other places that we've gone. Uh, where they ta- have they taken them to sh- yeah they took them to shanty so we're trying to get people out and skiing more because we have heard that feedback that you know we haven't skied as much outside of the big trip so yeah i i heard that and i i know some people that have been a part of ski club i have a couple cousins um they're twin girls they kind of look like mini sandra bullocks i don't know <laughs> if you know them but they are really into skiing and i know that they're a part of ski club and i've seen their instagram blowing up of them at Shanty Creek and stuff like that. And we joked around uh, Christmas time or over break. Uh, I was like, where, where are Jesse and Kristen? And my aunt said, oh, they're at Ski Club. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Ski Club, air quotes, <laughs> perfect for radio. But Get that same I, thing from my parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see them skiing, and I know that you guys really do it. So your next trip, you said, is in Shanty Creek? Um, we actually did that uh, two weeks ago. Okay. So now um, the snow's kind of going away. Mm-hmm. You guys are, like preparing for off season a little bit. Yes, we've got <laughs> our um, ski club awards coming up. Uh, I think we mentioned that earlier. It's going to be at Dublin, but it's kind of uh, bring favorite movies and pictures of the season and of the club so far, and kind of winning pictures and videos get awards and whatnot. So just a way to kind of bring people together, even with the snow melting and maybe. I guess everyone's gone on their trips for spring break out in the sun and whatnot, so they might be now in the gear of summer, but we still try to get everybody together as much as we can um, with or without the snow, I guess. Sounds really fun. What kind of awards are you talking about? Kind of like mock awards? Like Mm -hmm. uh, when I played lacrosse, we had paper plate awards where you just made up an award. A coach made up an award for everybody and gave them something. Like I got Hollywood because I was always on my cell phone. (laughs) Um, Or do you have like fastest skier like – 
We have, like, best edit, so a lot of our members make, they videotape people with their GoPros on the mountain and put clips together. We have most embarrassing officer picture of all of us. We have most embarrassing member picture, um, best mountain picture, just kind of different categories for pictures and videos for people to win, and then we'll give out stuff. Any everybody. ideas who the frontrunners are? Any of you guys nominated for any of these? <laughs> like that? There's a not. pretty good There's video plenty of Brandon pictures. out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. fun. And when is that? It's at Dublin coming up. The Next 18th. Tuesday, yeah. The 18th? Yep. Sweet. Um, I think we're getting ready. We can take a quick break before we get into the second more fun part of the show. But before I do, I want to ask if there's any uh, thing I haven't covered that you'd like to share about Ski Club or your experience. If anybody out there is interested in becoming an officer, they should go for it because it is a blast and it's a lot of fun or just become involved in the club because we need people and we need people excited about this club because that's how we got this far there are 800 members Mm -hmm. roughly uh you guys have a chance to uh do something awesome by becoming an officer and and you know moving your way up in the ranks and how many you guys got tons of followers on twitter how many twitter followers do you have lord knows no idea. <laughs> we kind of lost track of our social mm-hmm. media just because it's, it's getting out of hand yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely one of those things though i know like i didn't hear about ski club in high school um i like i said signed up my sophomore year and i walked into it not expecting to find a family you it's even I mean, it's 800 members, but it gets so small. Just, you know, everybody's faces you have. It's all your best friends. It's probably the best thing that happened to me that in my college career. So, and becoming an officer is just an added perk to that. So definitely. Sweet. And if anybody who's not involved, who's not a part of Ski Club, how can they reach out to become a member? Um, I mean, we take, we, we accept memberships um, anytime throughout the year. Um, it's $35 to join. That's all you got to do um, at the beginning of the year. Um, after second semester, it's actually only 20 bucks. Um, and then you get a ski club card, which uh, gives you an all-access pass to everything. And, um, I mean, we always think more the merrier. So if you are interested in skiing or just interested in meeting cool people, we highly rec- recommend you coming out. So yeah. Facebook is the way to find us. And if you have any questions about that, it's just Spartan Ski Club. Um, but if you just message us, that's you can come to the house then that we have to sign up. So we don't have a designated office. Um, so it's right now just one of our houses. <laughs> cool. Well, click the link on the podcast. Go to their Facebook page. Say you want to be a member and you can get involved. And when we come back, we'll give you some more reasons why Ski Club is awesome and why you should join. All right, and we're back. I'm still here with Spartan Ski Club. We talked about how you can get involved. And uh, as we alluded to before, there's a, a running joke or somewhat of a thing that's talked about, like, oh, it's it's not really ski. But I'm here to attest that I know that these guys shred on the slopes. Um, but one of the cool things that attracts so many people to this ski club is your infamous, quite hilarious Twitter account. So, who who's in charge of the Twitter? That is a secret we cannot <laughs> reveal. Really? Yeah, we, d- we tell you, but we have to kill you. We're all in charge. <laughs> yeah. None of us are in charge. It's just like, I mean, yeah, all of our social medias are kept a secret, just um, so you can kind of say whatever you want, and uh, no, one's, no one's pinning on you, so... <laughs> Um, I, you can you can say uh, ski clubs in charge of the Spartan ski club. She's a girl. <laughs> Who has access to the? Is a girl? Well, like on Facebook, ski club is a girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you guys all have access to to a password of some kind. The eboard does. Yeah. Okay. So you won't give away. Follow Spartan Ski Club on Twitter. It's underscore Spartan Ski Club because somebody already took Spartan Ski Club. You had to add the underscore in there. We did it to be fancy. Oh. <laughs> You won't regret it. There you go. It's a good read. <laughs> so I, I've I've looked through the your guys' tweets and I've been following you guys for a long time. I think even before I got into uh, impact here at the station, um, I think maybe because like the black sheep or somebody retweeted you. You guys have some funny. It's really funny tweets. I was going through. There's not much that I can really bring up because a lot of it is uh, maybe may some FCC violations. <laughs> some, but. Um, 
you know, we're in college and that's, that's the joke. Uh, that's, you know, totally fine. Uh, you know, that's our generation and I love it. Um, LOL, I'm a cat. (laughs) That's just the tweet. LOL, I'm a cat. No one wants to take credit for that one. Well, we will say that one of our advertising tactics a couple years ago was a flyer that was a, it said lost cat and there was a picture of a cat and then in fine print it says, you know, Last seen at, just kidding, Spartan Ski Club. Come on out and join. Mm. So maybe that's where it came from. Or, like, I don't know, my <laughs> name's Cat. And so. That is, that's actually a really good tactic. Um, there's a lot of creative hashtags you do, but you do talk about your, your trips. You say, we're going to Jackson Hole, we're going to Steamboat, there's still room on the bus, um, and you guys have a lot of fun. Um, talk about being naked a lot. I've noticed that. It's a <laughs> theme on the, on the Twitter and uh, I, I had MSU Quidditch on recently, and I brought up that, you know, MSU Crushes had been mentioning Quidditch players or whatever. And I see that for you guys. And MSU, Conf- MSU Confessions, a very popular Twitter account around here. Um, Ski Cub got mentioned a couple times, which is, <laughs> which is pretty funny. And MSU Crushes, also Charlie, uh, one of them said, uh, Charlie, the new officer on the ski team something about him being dreamy or anything like that (laughs) so you guys are you guys aware of that obviously you're retweeting it um do you guys think twitter is a good sort of tool to get people interested in your club yeah i think because especially for the last trip we did we were really nervous about filling up a whole bus but we strictly i mean we painted the rock but it got painted over so before the morning so for advertising for that trip we strictly did emails facebook and twitter and it did the job. So, I mean, people are reading it, and it's it's a great way to reach out to people, especially when people retweet it and get kids involved that wouldn't have seen it otherwise. Yeah, we definitely use social media for the majority of our advertising just because so many people read it. We try to make it funny, too, because then they'll read more of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it helps a lot. I love Twitter. Um, I'm a little new to it, but I look at it, and I think it's it's really it's great and it's bad at the same time. There are I go back and forth, but one of the things I don't like to see on Twitter is a bunch of plugs and links and like it's professionally run, but you guys, it's like, it looks like a lot of, you know, joking around. Some of it just looks like drunk dials, like, yeah, here we go, (laughs) but it's hilarious and it generates interest and it's like clever and creative and funny and, um, you know, that's, that's another big part of your guys' club. You guys do have a good time when you're out skiing. Um, you're all seniors, and Charlie, you're a junior, right? Sophomore. Sophomore. So most of you are of age where it's totally fine to enjoy some adult beverages while, um, you know, skiing or <laughs> doing social events with your club. So that's, that's a theme of your Twitter that I'm not uh, breaking any news to anybody. People, people know that, correct? Absolutely. Correct. <laughs> I see it. He's a little nervous. I'll say that here. Um, Secret Society, we fully condone it, and we support you guys, and we think that your Twitter is awesome. I will ask, though, have you ever gotten any backlash from it? Like, anybody say, like, hey, like, tone it down or, like, anything? Or is it all all positive feedback? Um, we actually, um, one of our other junior officers, Matt Jackson, he created a, a link on one of our emails for a survey to kind of see from all of our members what they think about the club, what they think about the officers. And, um, I mean, obviously there's going to be a bunch of people who really like us and give us good feedback. There was a little bit of negative feedback from some people who, I guess, took it the wrong way or whatever. And uh, some people don't find it very professional, but, I mean, we look at it as we're in college and this is the time that you can be unprofessional and still be productive. So um, we're not going to stop what we're doing, but um, hopefully people understand that it is a joke and uh, it's just how we are as a group. So Yeah, and, I mean, it looks that way. It certainly would look unprofessional at one hand if you're just reading the tweets but um and certainly maybe a first impression but after meeting you guys hearing you guys explain your club 800 members sponsors organized trips across the country you guys seem to know what you're doing you get a couple of you guys are engineers or engineering majors so like you guys are smart you know what you're doing college is the place to have fun i think there's a time and a place for anything to be funny um and I think definitely your Twitter is uh, one of those things that definitely makes me laugh. Sometimes I, I'm confused. I have no idea <laughs> what it is. We're confused, but, too. You know, 
I think one of the things I like most about Ski Club's communications is that it really is a uh, a break in the storm. You know, um, our emails are, you know, kind of raunchy too, um, but they're great. They're hilarious. I laugh at every single one I get. Um, and it's in the sea of, you know, 30 to 50 very professional emails a day where there's, you know, somebody who, um, you know, for example, you might need to write you a letter of recommendation for graduate school or a job, um, you know, that you need to be professional about and impress. And there's the ski club email and you laugh in the middle of your day and it's great. And the same with, with Twitter. I think a lot of people use Twitter as like a political outlet and, um, I feel like Ski Club, it's always, it's always nice to be have it there as just something to smile at. Yeah, We're a comic relief. <laughs> right. I mean, you guys are an e-board. You might even use, like, Robert's Rules of Order. When Do you use Robert's Rules when you're doing your stuff? Like, I motion that, uh, you know, we go to Steamboat, or are you kind of more relaxed when you're making your executive decisions? Yeah, I'd say we're pretty relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Stream of consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> but. but, yeah, that, that's something that's similar to here at Impact. Uh, we get weekly emails from our directors too, and they're fun. They attach, we attach like a silly YouTube video of the week and like things like that. And it's it's joking, but at the same time, you're getting along a professional message. Like you may be sending an email where you're uh, making some dirty jokes in it, but you're also addressing serious information about your you know trip or your sponsors or whatever you got coming up your events. So I think that's totally cool a way to you know have fun and not be so serious all the time and business as usual type of thing any other any other last words you guys have to say about uh twitter before we send all our listeners to to follow you at underscore spartan ski club i would say take it i guess i mean we have 800 members and we're not going to please everybody but if you kind of take it with a grain of salt and we're just here to keep you guys entertained and informed as well at the same time and it's it's just there for a good time not necessarily to offend people or get them all riled up yeah. <laughs> laugh at us so, yeah just laugh, laugh at us we're funny people <laughs> that that you are and i definitely think of all um the accounts that i follow that have anything to do with msu there's a million of them msu blank msu whatever you guys i think definitely up there with the funniest like i think of the show like workaholics um <laughs> one of my favorite shows the jokes on there are maybe not politically correct, maybe uh, inappropriate to some audiences, but they're funny. And your Twitter kind of captures that um, that essence of those types of jokes, and I really I really appreciate them. And I'm a fan of comedy, and I'm a fan of uh, your tweets for sure. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> so other than Twitter, I really wanted to talk to you guys about that. Um, what else is involved in in the life of the ski club member. I was going to ask, do you really ski? But we already know that you do. Um, tell me more about like some of the friendships you've made. Uh, any any um, of your favorite stories from trips you've been on and things like that. Well, I guess, especially from coming from, growing up in Hazlitt and being around the area, I was kind of worried going into college that I would stick with the same group of people, you know, because everybody from my high school came to Michigan State, but I have reached out to so many new people through this club, and I've met so many great people and built the coolest friendships, so it was just a good way for me to reach out and kind of veer away from what I thought would happen when I got to college. It's also very, when you get all of our members, and not obviously all of our members in the same house, but whenever we have our events, um, it's not like if you don't know anybody, people people are willing to meet anybody and everyone. So you could go to one of our parties or events not knowing anybody, and you'll walk out with friends. Um, everyone's very interested in meeting whoever and just kind of having a good time. So it's definitely something, I guess, and I you didn't know anyone, Charlie, coming in, or into this, really. Like, I know you guys knew each other from Hazlitt, but, I mean, you meet so many people without having to even try that hard. You've got a room full of people with very common interests. Mm -hmm. So... A lot of people say that about the club, too, is that one of the best aspects is you can walk into one of our parties or sign up for one of our trips, and people just greet you with open arms. It's like we're genuinely happy to meet new people and welcome new people to this club. 
And we see that on trips too. We've had people on our buses um, being bus leaders and whatnot and just talking to the people that are on our bus. You'll find that some people signed up for the trip, got on a bus and went out to uh, Colorado without knowing anybody and they just hopped in a room with somebody and it works out very well for them and they've had a great time. So that's nice to know. It's not clicky. I could say too, as somebody who is kind of freshly started college, uh, you know, compared to you guys, um, it can be hard for a lot of people to transition to um, the college environment from high school. It's really different uh, socially, academically, all that. And uh, somebody who, you know, has recently undergone that, maybe even struggled a little bit, uh, Ski Club is an awesome resource for me because, uh, like these guys talked about, um, it's just a social uh, environment that fosters friendship and cooperation and um, learning even. And uh, that has really is one of the aspects of Ski Club that I most enjoy is that there's always somebody there um, to hang out with, um, always new people to meet, always people to you know take a run with on one of our trips. Um, get a burger with, etc. It's funny too because it's they're very true friends because I know I can wear my flowered overalls that I have in my closet and people embrace it in ski club where my roommate who's a fashion major who I love to death she cringes a little bit because I'm breaking some of the fashion rules but <laughs> they look great. people really embrace your weirdness in ski club which is always comforting yeah <laughs> my girlfriend and voluntary engineer behind the glass says she loves the overalls idea she's into it thank you thank yeah. you <laughs> so uh brennan you came in you were in, like all of you um except for Brittany, you didn't get involved in sophomore year mm-hmm. um got involved freshman year um tell me about like the friends you've made and what what ski club means to you um well i mean i the thing i always say is i just i tell everyone that uh ski club is my fraternity um it's just a, it's a good place to go if um, maybe Greek system wasn't for you or if there's just a club that you really um, couldn't get a knack for. Uh, there's just no judgments in Ski Club, like everyone's been saying, um, a group of really warm people. Um, Friendship-wise, um, I, I came into my first party actually with Kat. Um, we were a little bit uh, scared of the whole party scene or just being around a bunch of people we didn't know. And um, I can say just from the first night that uh, we branched out, met a bunch of people that we ended up seeing the rest of the year at different um, parties, social events, skiing. And uh, a lot of those people are still people that I still hang out with. And then, like I said, uh, becoming an officer, it's uh, kind of like a second family. Uh, All the officers, um, we have our own Facebook page that we all talk on every day. Um, and, And it really is just another family that is a place to, it's an outlet for you just to be yourself so cool and i have to ask because uh, i had ultimate frisbee on the first episode and they have uh, a similar camaraderie amongst their community um any relationships bloom or any love in the air in the, in the world of ski club uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um i met my current boyfriend being an officer of ski club he graduated last year but we were junior officers together i was the only girl in a group of five boys, which was a little intimidating, but it ended up working out just fine. So Cat won the race down the hill, <laughs> was able to get the, the boy, or was it the other way around? He won the race and, like, took you from the cool kid who was, like, the, the, <laughs> the king of the hill or, or whatever. <laughs> it was just really good friends who knew each other really well, kind of ended up working out being romantic, I guess. We're excited for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good thing and a bad thing because – being officers, you see each other at your best and probably more so your worst. So it takes a very strong two people to <laughs> get in a relationship as officers. So you know it's a good one because they've seen it all. Yeah. We spend a little too much time with each other in a very good way. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Any, any other uh, cool stories like that of, of connections or, or uh, friendships? I know... Um, you guys went to high school together, but did you, otherwise you guys met through Ski Club, right? Yep. I kind of knew Kat way back in the day, like, vaguely. Like, tweens. We went to yes. camp together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Camp Daggett. I remember it was, great. it was interesting because that's kind of how I, I, I kind of started out the uh, my freshman year um, going to Copper Mountain, the winter break trip, and I was on Kat's bus, and I was like, wait a minute, you're Kat. I know you from camp. I'd like, and I talked to her and she like introduced me to people 
And, uh, yeah, so that was kind of a, a, a big help to getting into the club. And with so many members now, how many people are you guys taking on each trip? Um, everybody, I'm sure, gets the opportunity to go just scheduling-wise or if they have the funds to, to travel and things like that. So of the 800, are all of them equally active, or do you have, uh, you know, the smaller trips that the officers take up north or to Canada or whatever, how does everybody interact with such a huge uh, membership? Um, I'd say we definitely have we have some diehard members um, who come to everything, whether it being skiing or social events. Um, there's definitely specific members who are in it for specifically the skiing aspect who come to all of the events um, skiing-wise. Um, there's also the specific members who are there just for the social outlet of the club um and i mean we love all all those members regardless of what they're actually interested in about the club but um there's a huge um aspect of people that are in the club which is awesome so i might join just for the energy drink benefit (laughs) (laughs) you said Um, okay i really appreciate you guys coming on one of the things i like to do as i wrap the show up is um ask uh each of you what your favorite because msu impact sports is a Michigan State Sports Media Outlet. So I know from looking at your Twitter, but then again, it could have been any of you guys tweeting it because we don't know who. <laughs> you guys are into uh, Michigan State sports, football, basketball, and whatnot. So um, I'll start with Brittany. What, uh, can you think of your favorite uh, MSU sports moment? I hate to bring it up so soon, but I can't, like, you can't beat the Rose Bowl. We drove out and actually through Ski Club Connections, um, One of our members lives in California, about 40 minutes from Pasadena. So uh, I would say about 20 of us all either drove or flew down to his house, and his parents were amazing, and they all hosted us, and we stayed there for a handful of days. And then they drove us, and we tailgated for the game, and all went to the game. And it was just, I think, between the fact that it was a Rose Bowl, we are we road tripped in a Prius across with five people in it. Um, so that experience and then just the company that we had with it and the fact that it was, again, all of Ski Club going, it was definitely one of my top moments in college. So Yeah, you can't beat the Rose Bowl. No, and then the <laughs> fact that we won on top of that, yeah. that was just a little added bonus. So Yeah, it's kind of hard because you really can't beat it. I've asked that question to all my <laughs> guests. Um, some of them have, you know, more unique moments, whether they, maybe they've been Michigan State fans their whole life. But as far as, as that, the Rose Bowl culmination is really yeah. hard to beat, especially if you guys went to the game. Were you at the game, Kat? I was not. I was at Crunchy's. Oh, you saw it. <laughs> so I saw it. Was that your favorite moment, or do you have something else? It was not. Actually, I'll go back to my freshman year for the um, Hail Mary Little Giants play against Notre Dame um, with the fake field goal. That was my 18th birthday. So it was... It was just an extra fun day. I was actually with people that, ski club people I met at the tailgate. So just like five complete strangers that I ended up being friends with. So Such fun. a great play. It gave our head coach a mini heart attack. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> scary, but he pulled through. Yeah, that was a, that was a great game. <laughs> Brennan? Um, I'd actually, my, uh, uh, Brittany took Rose Bowl, which she can't really top, but uh, my next favorite um, sporting event was when we played Wisconsin at home. I believe it was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually wi- with Cat. Um, we ended up being in the upper bowl because we uh, tailgated a little bit too hard. And um, everyone around us was just uh, a little bit too intoxicated to be around. So we said, oh, no, this is too good of a game to miss. So we uh, snuck down to, I think it was like the third row. There was two seats open. So we sat there for the second half and uh, watched uh, us beat Wisconsin with a Hail Mary. Um, we just hugging a bunch of strangers, and it was just an awesome atmosphere. So yeah. I'd say that goes down in the books for me. You're so. the second guest to, to bring that up, and I'll have to I'll have to tell the, my story again. Sorry, Mom, if she ever listens to this. But I was watching <laughs> that game at, at, at home. I had to work that night, and um, I went to my parents' house to watch it with my mom, my dad, and uh, one of our family friends. And we were watching, and we saw the play, which was not called the touchdown originally. And uh, they went and reviewed it, and... Um, I'm all excited. I'm like, that had to have been a touchdown. We're, like, getting real close to the TV, ready for the ref to, to tell us whether or not we won. And he goes to make the call, and my mom tries to turn the volume up and changes the channel. So, <laughs> like, it's, like, slow Comcast uh, cable, and we had to flick back. And by the time we got back, we were like, they were celebrating. So we won, <laughs> but we missed oh. the moment of the call. And, and my dad and I gave my mom a hard time for that. <laughs> 
Charlie, do you got a favorite MSU sports moment? Well, I haven't been here for as long as these guys have. Um, I also had the opportunity to uh, go out to the Rose Bowl, and uh, I was with one of my good friends uh, who is also in ski club. Um, and I think, you know, Michigan State sports, um, although the average Michigan State student, you know, it might not be the most important thing to them, um, it really, it, it's something that really drives the community, I think, and the, the feeling you get when you're in the stadium or the Breslin Center uh, during a victory or a great game is, is just electric, and it's, it's great. It really unifies everybody. Um, I'm not going to say the Rose Bowl because Brittany already did, but that was an incredible game. I still get nightmares about the Stanford marching band. Oh, man. Um, and I think if I had to pick my favorite event, I'm actually I'm from Ann Arbor. Um, I love the place. Uh, a lot of my friends go to Michigan, but – um, you know that that football game this year when we beat them by 26, 23 points, it was it was just incredible. And I love the band sitting there. Um, and when we're playing great, it's uh, like nothing else. Yeah, that that Michigan game this year has also been brought up. What if Michigan ran in the opposite direction, like 48 yards or something? <laughs> like that. that was definitely a great game. And Four sacks in a row, right? Yeah. Um, hard hard to beat, and I. Speaking about Michigan State sports, um, you know, exactly what you said, Charlie, that gives the, the students in the community something to be excited about, and especially you guys as a, a, a club, uh, a student organization, a club sport. You guys went to the Rose Bowl. That's awesome. That would be my favorite sports moment. I didn't get a chance to go. Part of me is like, oh, I should have went, uh, you know, but now I'm thinking – if we go to the Final Four, who knows with how this season's gone, but I might have to drive to uh, talk about that. to Dallas. Um, so last thing, I don't know if you guys have anything for us. Considering your uh, reputation, I hope you have something something interesting or, uh, you know, enlightening maybe. I'll start with Charlie. Do you have a secret for us? Um, no secrets, but um, I can tell you a lot about why Ski Club is the way it is. And honestly, I think that um, the secret behind – the structure of ski club how we're you know we love skiing but we also love being together being social is that um the sport of skiing has always had this culture of you know hanging out kind of the apparee ski environment um just brotherhood and and making friends and making turns and uh people who don't necessarily even ski join the club because they love that uh we take on that aspect of the ski culture i think so for all you listeners out there who might have uh, made some false judgments about the club. Uh, consider it again. Yeah, do not fall into contempt prior to investigation. <laughs> I like that. That was very insightful. Brennan? Um, we actually uh, do have a pretty big secret that we're willing to share today. Um, um, it's about our emails that get sent out, the notorious emails, kind of like the Twitter account. Um, Brittany or Kat, do you want to Okay. Shed the light on that. All right, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and say the emails are actually written by our 85-year-old advisor, Doc. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Doc. <laughs> he he is um, actually, it's ama- he actually just stopped skiing three years ago. He's a hilarious guy. Um, we take him out to dinner once a year so we can meet all the new officers. And um, he's just all about the club. He started the club in sometime in the 60s. I don't remember what year it was, but um, that's kind of how we got our office was through him, which we no longer have at IM West, unfortunately, um, which he was bummed to hear about. But we keep in contact through him throughout the year, and he kind of sets that family tone for our officers. And He'll tell stories for He'll tell stories ever. for days. He always <laughs> comes to our general membership meeting and tells a joke. Um, yeah, ski club was his life, and he loves it. You can tell when he talks about it. It's he, He's our number one fan, I think. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for that. And unless you guys have any other secrets, anything, last chance to get it off your chest? <laughs> I don't you know got... if our secrets are FCC appropriate. Uh, <laughs> well, this isn't live, so you'll be safe to say whatever you want if you want to. <laughs> I will ask, since you d- you mentioned the uh, emails, do you have, like, an example you can pull up so the people that aren't in Ski Club can get an idea of what these emails yeah, sound like? Like the last I have one, some good ones. last one I sent out, the title was A Holes and J Hole for Jackson Hole. <laughs> Very clever. I have one from uh, last year. 
somewhere. Actually, hang on. Sometimes we get so excited that we just hit the keyboard really fast and a bunch of letters come out. We, she means Doc. Yes, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've um, tried in, because I did flyers for the engineering building and started kind of channeling our inner ski club into those just to get people to read them. And I actually got in trouble with the engineering building because I took one of our um, phrases. I think we had something that was like, well, slap my back and call me baby. And I I guess I didn't realize how inappropriate that might be, but I put that on one of our flyers in the engineering building. And yeah. So, you know, it, there's a time and a place. Um, but One of my favorite, favorite things I saw Ski Club mentioned was a, a black sheep uh, uh, tweet that said, like, <laughs> If you're interested in, uh, you should you should talk to Spartan Ski Club if you're interested in railing white powder, uh, or if you like skiing too. <laughs> <laughs> um, which again, the political correctness is not what we're looking for. Okay. This is college. We're joking. We're not endorsing anything. Um, it's all about humor, which I, I do like. Well, believe it or not, our mom and dads love us. They <laughs> somehow they do love kind us. Of. So th- we're doing something right. When we do say hashtag raw dog, we mean eating hot dogs. Hot dogs without a bun, or wearing we sandals with no socks, <laughs> or without cooking, because most most uh, Frankfurters are. Pre- cooked you, yeah, it's just bologna. you uh you, you heat it up like to get the flavor out you don't heat it up because you need to 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 eat it safely yeah. you can eat yeah. uh, hot dogs without cooking them so our stuff is just misinterpreted yeah people are people dirty have minds. dirty minds <laughs> charlie did you find it yeah i found an old one from last year um for example the subject is uh let's get trippy it's about our trip to copper mountain last year um as the subject might suggest uh the first Sentence says, goodness gracious, great balls of ski club, have I got an email for you. But first, a riddle. What's mountainy, white, and ends with opper? That's right. It's a white mountain goat named Bobber. Um, that was an easy one, I know. But speaking of goats, and I know you have been buying about how to sign up for the winter trip to Copper. This is the email for you. So there's some not as raunchy stuff out there that's just kind of stupid humor that you laugh at just because it's so stupid. It makes it more fun. <laughs> we, all, we all get enough generic emails that say, hello, MSU student. Uh, this is an email like that a robot sent or something. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get the humanized, uh, you know, human element of something like skiing, which is totally fun. You guys have turned me on to uh, what you're – club is like what you guys do you guys actually ski you're good at it build ramps in your yard all that fun stuff so thank you so much for coming on guys thanks Thanks for having having us and thank you guys for listening tune in next week we'll have club soccer head coach scott dane and possibly another guest and uh yeah that's about it secret society